Hey, with uh, Clay Antonados, Elixir for the Extinction of Experience is the short film played at the Environmental Film Festival. It's a heartwarming, uh, uh, positive film about the world and how we're doing so well, I guess, right? I'm being, I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, it's, it's, the goal is to fix a little bit of the problems we've got going on, but, you know. So is it is the environment like without sounding cliche or kind of uh, is it is it an important subject for you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually just graduated from college. This was my uh, thesis film. Oh, um, Vassar so College, I, right? Yeah, Vassar College. So I made it. Um, I was a film and environmental studies double major. Um, so both of those things, like you know, exciting academically, but also things that I'm really passionate about. So I'm glad that I got to merge those two passions um, and make something that I think is pretty cool that I enjoyed making. So, so Vassar is not, it, it's not, it is an Ivy League school or it's not, it's like one of the, it's like a, a stepchild of it or something or? Yeah, they call it, I think they call them the little Ivies. Um, it's a uh, historically women's college. So um, when those, it's like Wellesley, you know, Vassar, Smith, those types of schools when they were uh, strictly women's colleges, some of them still are now, but Vassar's not. They were paired up with Ivies, so okay. there's that connection, but it's not an Ivy itself. You just have to be smart to to get into school. You need a four point uh, GPA to get into in a good in a good uh, good test, I guess, right? SAT score, I guess, right? To get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's assume you're pretty smart. <laughs> sure. Okay, so tell me about the, how does it work for the thesis film? Like what, is it documentary that they do? Like what is the process that, that, that to get your thesis film made at the school? Yeah, so um, it kind of depends on what you're interested in. The film department offers um, two capstone project classes. So there's nonfiction in the fall and then fiction in the spring. Um, and you can elect to do both or just to do one. Um, and I knew because I was a double major, I was essentially had to do two theses. Um, luckily, I got to merge it into this one film that I also wrote a lot about in the spring. So because I was going to do a lot of that writing in the spring and I knew I liked nonfiction more, I chose to do the production in the fall um, and then not do the fiction in the spring. Um, oh, God. why did you do why did you do that? Um, just to manage course load also because I prefer nonfiction over fiction and I didn't really feel like writing a whole fiction script to go with the film. Um, Got yeah. Gotcha. So then this is almost your, like, usually when people do a thesis film university, it's like there's a team and like, there's a lot going on, a lot of moving parts, actors and et cetera. But this is kind of your baby. This is like, it seems like you did, like, can I argue that you did almost everything in the film? Yeah, the only the only thing I didn't do was a little bit of the sound design and the sound mixing, but um, I did pretty much everything else. A few folks helped me on a few shoots occasionally, but um, I felt it was easier just to kind of work on my own, um, kind of get into that like meditative filming process was yeah. better. It was just out there by myself. Okay, so tell me the process. Did you write it, it like a, a distinct script? before you started shooting and then kind of like, or like, how was your process? Yeah, well, so I knew that I wanted to focus on a few different um, species of plants. And mm -hmm. so I had that structure already set out at the get-go. 
um, where I would go out and I would film, you know, moss for a few hours or film a sugar maple for a few hours. Um, and as I was doing that, I would kind of piece together the footage um, into, you know, some sort of sequence that I liked. And then we would meet um, as the nonfiction production class every week or so um, and share cuts and kind of over the process of that those class meetings, I would improvise narration over just, you know, no audio cuts, footage playing. Um, and from that, I kind of pieced together a script that um, I actually recorded like a night, the night before it was due to be shown um, for the thesis showcase. So, oh, gotcha. Because <laughs> I guess you needed that in order to get the film. They had to approve, your, your uh, professors needed to approve your idea before they were allowed you to shoot, I guess. Yeah, somewhat. It was it was pretty much we could do whatever we wanted as long as we were talking with folks about it um, and had like they just wanted to make sure we had a clear idea. It didn't need to really get approved, but um, just offering a space to kind of workshop what we were doing um, and think through things a little bit more. So then after you kind of came up with a blueprint and then you started like you did some obviously you did some like research and then you just went out and started shooting what you wanted you needed to shoot pretty much yeah yeah whenever I would have I typically would go out on Saturday it's um when I had the like biggest chunk of free time and just take some time it was actually really like enjoyable and and calming and I'm really glad I had that time carved out in an otherwise really stressful semester. Um, but yeah, I'd go out and shoot and then kind of piece together what I had for that week. Um, you shot by yourself? Yeah. So so in terms in terms of the voiceover, who's who did the voiceover? Uh, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so then you did the voiceover as well. So, okay, so it's when you're editing, did you already have the voiceover done? Like what was the process to getting the voiceover accomplished? The voiceover was essentially the last thing I did, um, aside from some color, but. Um, so you you basically pieced the film, you edited the film together, all the images together, and then and then you did the voiceover. Like, but I'm sure you had some sort of rough idea what you're going to say, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, I had a rough idea um, because, as I said, when we were going through the crit process in class, I would kind of record this, like, stream of consciousness talking over the footage that I was showing. Yes. So I had a vague idea, but um, it didn't actually fully come together kind of until the last moment. So did you, uh, so where did you shoot this? Where did you shoot like uh, the film? Um, so most of it was shot on Vassar's campus or ecological preserve, um, which is just like kind of next to campus. Um, yeah. And then a little bit was, shot um just across the border in connecticut gotcha so you got me because I, I i read the book uh the hidden life of trees i don't know if you read it mm -hmm. i'm sure you did uh like a year ago and so basically and so it was more actually more than a year ago it was during covid so i was like taking my kids around they were like they're one and three and we live in this area where there's all kinds of woods and we got to go on these trails so your kind of film reminded me of that where then you're like and, and so I'm reading the book. I'm like listening to it while I'm like, and it's like, yeah, what are these trees doing? It's like, what's like, what are they? And it's like, so that's what sort of your, almost your thesis of your film is, right? Like, what are these natural things thinking? What, what like, 
Did you have, you read the book, I guess, right? Um, I haven't read all the book. I've read excerpts and okay. some research behind it. But so it's kind of in the same realm of the of of your thesis film, right? Like it's sort of like you're kind of wondering what, like how insignificant we are, it could be like what we're doing to them, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I Us think as also, well, right? Mm-hmm. And I think part of it too is there's just so much. Um, knowledge I guess that we don't know or that we don't have access to in these yeah. other realms of life um and I find that super fascinating communication that, right what they're communicating right exactly exactly and the things they've experienced and the ways they experience things um you know we talk a lot about um temperatures increasing trees definitely feel that you can actually like see weather as you may know in um the rings of trees you can you can track climate that way so yeah. um trees and plants just have all of this knowledge that we don't necessarily recognize um and don't kind of pay homage to so and then so you got uh, well i'm gonna get to your filming of it then you have to shoot some ladybugs too and you're yeah. talking about like the element of like how many organisms there are and i just was i was reading with my son this book he's got this book of insects and they said mm-hmm. that they're, this is just last night I was reading in the bed and he's got over, they have, there's over 400,000 species of ladybugs. That's just, that's mind boggling to me. That That's like, and how we little we know about the creatures on the planet, I guess, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So tell me about the filming. Like, how did you get, what kind of camera did you use to get kind of like you, the, using the ladybugs as an example? You got some really close up shots of them kind of mm-hmm. off nature. How did you do that? Yeah, so um, Vassar has a gear house that you can kind of rent gear out of for free. I mean, you're paying tuition, but you don't have to pay extra. So the cameras they have are um, Panasonic EVA-1s. So I shot everything on an EVA-1. Um, and then the super close-up shots, a lot of it was done with a Canon 100mm macro lens. Um, and then I also did a little bit with um, kind of these fun cine zoom lenses as well so what was your experience making films for this one um so i had done i mean i've been making like films in the most remedial sense since i was probably 10 or so you know doing stupid little things on like iMovie or whatever um but kind of in a more formal way i got into it in high school um, still doing some pretty like remedial things, you know, you can definitely see that I'm learning how to use a camera. Um, yeah. I don't really fully know how to do things. Um, but at Vassar, I got the chance to take more and more production classes and kind of think about what I enjoy doing and what I enjoy making, um, kind of more on a thematic level than just a technical skills level. Um, so I've made a few things kind of similar um to elixir in the sense of just like observing nature and using abstraction as a way to make things that are visually interesting and kind of make you think about scale um i'm really interested in scale too so what is this something you're gonna pursue in your life is this kind of your your uh gonna be your professional career uh that's a good question i'm trying to <laughs> figure that out right now a little bit um Right now, I'm actually working at Vassar in a one-year um, post-bac fellowship. So I'm doing um, lots of things kind of environmental and sustainability related, um, mm-hmm. which aren't necessarily 
always tied to filmmaking, um, but I have another project going right now that's kind of in the same um, vein of cinematography of, of observational nature things. Um, and I'm tracking seasonal change on a few different spots on the Vassar Preserve. Gotcha. Um, so do, you, do you think you're going to be a professor one day, you think, or? You know, maybe. You got options? <laughs> yeah, potentially. Um, I definitely am interested in grad school. I'm not ready to go until I know a little bit more clearly what I'd want to go for. Um, but that's probably in the future, um, potentially doing something with environmental management or communication. Um, I also don't necessarily fully see myself going into the film industry proper, but I think being a film professor could be an interesting way to kind of still have a steady paycheck, potentially, you know, if I get lucky and get a good gig um, and then still kind of make things that I enjoy making, so. So how is that? How is Vassar in the edu in the education higher education system these days? I'm I'm a little bit worried about it. It's like uh, like a, hopefully they're setting these kids up for success. They seem to be a little bit too sensitive about about things, but that's just my old man opinion, I guess. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I think at Vassar we talk a lot about education for the sake of education and not necessarily for the sake of like getting a job which that's changed right that's a that's a big shift right there yeah yeah that's a big shift and isn't necessarily always the most practical thing right like you get out of college and then you're like what's next like and you have debt most people have debt right yeah exactly and you've talked about all this theory and that doesn't necessarily apply yeah. to like what you're doing in your day-to-day -day. so um yeah but i i think there's a lot of value too in kind of the soft skills and the critical thinking skills um, that you get through doing those things that aren't necessarily always as applicable to a career, right? Like you're still going through the process of working on projects and learning how to work with people and learning how to collaborate and building connections. With yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's, I think it's harder to kind of draw really clear definite connections sometimes mm -hmm. between college and you know how it works now in the workforce but um there's still definitely connections and yeah. like I found it valuable so. well thank you no sorry that, that was a tough question to, to ask it's just that it's in the it's just out there now in the ether we're like we're we're hopefully you vote hopefully students start voting it's like yes. it's they're all happy because like in the last election that I think it was like 35% of kids in university voted. And it's like, yay. It's like, well, that's not a pretty, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that, that, that's nothing to be proud of, right? Like more yeah. people should get involved. Anyways, that's just like, you know, that is my two cents, but I'm, I'm thank you for answering that. So, mm -hmm. because it, it seems like a really kind of a cool university, you seem very emotionally attached to it, I guess, right? Yeah, I, I had a good time. I liked it. It was, um, you know, small class sizes, so you got to know your peers and your professors, um, yeah. which, you know, made things more engaging for me. Did you pass the, did they, with this film, did you pass your class? Yeah, I passed the did class. Did you get an A? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Yeah. So what did you think about our audience, the audience feedback we do that we sent you? Um, I thought that was really cool. Um, I'm super glad to have seen that. Um, I think, from what I saw, what I heard, folks were kind of getting out of the film what I was trying to put out there with it. Um, yeah. So it was super, super satisfying to see.
Yeah, it's a documentary kind of art film about like there's experimental elements about like it's it's very simple in its concept, right? Where you're just you're filming things that the Western world at least sees probably every day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean, like even if you're in the big city, there's there's parks, there's trees, you know what I mean? Like uh, so it's just but we don't we take advantage of it. We don't really we don't really think about it, I guess, right? Exactly right. Like you, you see it in the sense that you maybe walk past a tree and you see it, but yeah, but you're not how, seeing exactly how. Yeah, how much are you actually seeing it? Yeah, that's sort of the, that's sort of what you're trying to say, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. So you guys, is your school going to figure out global warming then, or? <laughs> um, you know, you have to laugh about it. Sorry. Yeah, I. It's just such a no. The answer is no because. You know, I don't think one school or even one person can even really solve that issue. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I I, it's, I joke sometimes that my environmental studies major was just majoring and learning about really depressing things all the time. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's hard to be, it's hard not to be nihilistic um, occasionally, but I, I think there's also um, lots of hope in the sense that you know, so many people are dedicating their work and their, you know, educational career and their career after that um, into the environment and into sustainability. Um, Like my class of environmental studies um, majors was the largest that Vassar has ever had. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's a trend that's just kind of continuing. Of course. Right. Like, I think even if things seem super daunting, people are also starting to care more, which is great and and we we kind of need all these people to contribute in in the different ways that they can um to fix this problem that is really bigger than all of us and something that nobody or you know not one person one school one country even can fix yeah we also have to remember like this is just my opinion at least is that the world's gonna be okay it's just it's the people that might not be okay you know what I mean? Like, and so and maybe that's not a bad thing, like in, in terms of like the way we abuse the world, world. who knows, right? Because you're talking about nature and these animals and like, just because we have more freedom and we have more, we have disposable thumbs, you know what I mean? Like, and so like, who knows, right? Like maybe this is not a bad thing for the rest of the animals. I don't know. That's just my two cents. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there there is truth in that. There is also the reality that like, like overall the the world is going to be fine right yeah. the planet has gone through mass extinctions before as we're going through now it's exactly. going to be okay right but also um some people are going to be more okay than others and there's lots of inequality and in there's how- a class problem for sure yeah and and um like I, I think that's something that we can't really pass off right like that's something that we need to think about really really hard and and dedicate time and energy and money and thought to because if we're letting people die because other folks want to you know fly on a plane to go somewhere else or make money or whatever like that's you know totally immoral and unconscionable to me right and so part of you know like I am I am in this realm of work because I care about plants and I care about animals, but also because I care about people, Mm -hmm. Um, right? It is, it's a people issue, even if 
you know, in the end, in terms of geologic timescales, people probably won't really matter too much, right? Yeah. Um, well, it yeah. sounds like you got a you got a pretty you got a lot, all kinds of options and you got all kinds of ideas and you can you're you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be okay. Let's just put it that way. So <laughs> I wish you the best. And I think that you I think what you want to do is that you want to try to make the world uh, without sounding wanky. You want to try to make the world a better place. I guess right. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd hope that's that's what everybody wants to do. But. Yeah, I don't think that's what everybody wants to do, but I think you do. That's just like I'm not I'm not trying to be cynical. I'm just being mm -hmm. realistic, right? I think yeah. people are people don't see past themselves either through insecurity or their own their own depression or whatever like that, or their own selfishness, right? Like it's hard mm -hmm. to remove what's 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 in it for yourself, right? So yeah, but I think that you you have you have the freedom to 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 uh, think and choose and. And so hopefully you'll make more films. I think you're on to something. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, hopefully we'll talk again. And other than that, well, good luck at your school and good luck with your career. Thanks. Have a good one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Hasenbeck Incorporated. We're going to do it.